Buenos dias y buena vidas from Can't Make It Up Podcast. Can't Make It Up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That don't put I, a smile on your face. I, know, I don't know right? what will. I'm El Jefe. To my right is, if I could say Doc in Espanol, I'd say Super Doc. El Daque. El Daque. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left, back from the great state of Nuevo Leon, Mexico, is the one and only bourbon based B Dub. What's going on? What's going on? Ooh, that voice. It sounds a little better live than it did on the phone last yeah, week. Yeah, he's a little. He had a little treble on the phone, so I'm not sure what kind of bar he was at, but he had a little treble in his voice. Could have been the producer, El yeah. Dake. Yeah. It was probably the El producer. <laughs> hey, B-Dub, you brought us in with some. I like that music, boy. I was kind of doing the, you know, the whatever that's we called. Had a, we had yeah. a little issue because you were. <laughs> yeah. that, you, somebody was on their phone as soon as we started. I got distracted. And then you got you don't have your hearing aids in, so we we were over here and snapping and making noise. And if you hear anybody banging on the table, that was us. And you wonder why we named our podcast "Can't Make It Up." I almost missed the intro. <laughs> almost missed the intro, but hey, just like always, we're, we're right here. On time. We're here. We're out on the deck of Doc's studio. We just keep moving closer to the road. <laughs> we'll be in the uh, Dust Bowl next week. Uh, get ready. Make your picks for the Dust Bowl. We have NASCAR here. They're going to be running around us. How, yeah, make your picks for who's going to get hit first. Yeah. So we are approximately 15, uh, 12 to 15 feet away from the street in the driveway at Doc's studio. So we may get some guest interaction this evening. Never know. <laughs> we'll see. You never know. We're a little late, a little later, because Chiefy had to babysit. But uh, you know what? That's a good thing. He scheduled. He scheduled for five, and here we are at six eleven. I apologize. Yeah, you did. I and, apologize. Uh, so it's all good, all good. So, man, I tell you what, if that if that music don't put a smile on your face, I t- I just uh, we didn't know exactly. He just told us we we're going to have a new intro. For today. I know, straight back from Monterey, Nuevo Leon, B-Dub, give us a lowdown, bro. You were there for a lot longer than I thought you were going to be, and I actually passed you last Tuesday morning coming home from your overnight stay after your late flight. Yeah, you yeah. Were, you were just passing your Meemaw's turnoff, and I gave you the old wave, but I'm not sure you saw me. Oh, I was on a mission to get home. <laughs> I, I could tell <laughs> by the way you were driving. <laughs> I was on a mission. Yep. But yeah, I spent seven days in Monterey, Mexico. Yeah, that's a long time, ain't it? <clears throat> it's a while. It's a, lot, it's a lot longer than I thought it'd be. Yeah. But it went by faster than I thought it would. Vacations, <laughs> vacations always go by fast. Well, you know, we've stayed seven days in uh, uh, Cabo San Lucas before. And I, I, like after day two, I'm thinking, oh, this is probably way too long. Then about day four, I'm thinking, Oh shit! This is almost over. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like that for you? No, no, no. It got to about day five or six, and I was like, "Man, I leave in a couple of days." Yeah. Hey. When, when can I come back? Ah, there you go. A little different than a vacation. It was a vacation, a little working vacation, but mainly a lot of fun, a lot of vacation in that, but uh, a lot of activities every day. So I, I would think that the days. Didn't necessarily go by real fast because there was activities <coughs> from the time you got up to the time you went to bed. Yeah, drinking. Well, it's kind of like being yeah, at a fucking resort. <laughs> eating, eating, and Eat, drinking. Eating and drinking. It was eating, 
five times a day and drinking from whenever we got up. Yeah, yeah he said that's the biggest deal. He's like, they eat five times a day, and yeah. they don't, like, these are not snacks. No, no, no. They don't They don't snack like five times a day. They're not healthy. They are full-fledged sit-down-and-eat meals so five the, times a day. In the video that you sent, the one of the videos you sent, there's a guy that eats more than five times a day. <laughs> Holy Possibly. Crap. Possibly. So I figured it out why you enjoy Mexico so much, and you would probably join uh, enjoy Italy. I think they take naps on a regular. That's just part of their business day. Well, no, the uh, siesta. The siesta doesn't exist in Monterey. Oh no! no they. Ooh, how did you survive? I, I barely survived. Uh, day th- so, it's a little bit different over there. They wake up at about seven, eight o'clock in the morning, gotcha. but they don't go to bed. Until two, Ooh, if long, not later. That's a long a, a, day. A late night out for them is like four or five in the morning, and they're still going to get up and go to work at seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah, it reminds me when I was about twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but everybody, everybody good. does it. So they're their fifth meal of the day. So they have two breakfasts, a lunch, wow, and then a supper, and then their their fifth meal of the day is midnight tacos. I was going to so, say. You stay up that late, you got to have another meal about midnight. This yeah. is kind of like standard culture. Yeah, standard culture. Yeah. Five times a day, and the fifth meal is midnight tacos. Uh, most of the taco places around here, mm-hmm. they open from 5.30 in the morning to about 7, 8, right. so everybody can get their breakfast tacos. Over there, taco places open about 8 o'clock at night, and they don't shut down until about 4 or 5 in the morning. What's the most popular taco? Carne asada, carne, uh, carne something, I'm uh, sure. It it just kind of it kind of depends on where you go. You can get anything. Okay. You can get anything you want. You can get barbacoa. You can get a chivo. You can get a. What's chivo? Help me out there. Goat. Goat. Okay. It, any anything you want to get, you can get it. And, but the only thing you didn't get and good is Montezuma's Revenge. I guess you didn't get it. No, no, no. I didn't get it. Thank God. So. So the first day we're there, they so they we're flying in. They tell us on the plane not to drink any of the water. And then, whenever we land, we meet up. I meet up with some KCBS guys from Canada, and uh, we'll talk about them a little bit later. Uh, meet up with uh, Louise at the airport, and on the way back from the airport, he was like, "Hey, so." Make sure, since y'all have never been to Mexico before, make sure y'all don't drink any of the water. If you go to a restaurant with ice, that's that's not a a fancy restaurant. Don't get ice in your drink. Yeah. And whenever you take a shower, don't open your eyes or get any of the water in your mouth. Because... We're on the racetrack, boys. Slow down. Good (laughs) Lord. Damn idiot. Yeah, so so don't open your eyes and don't get any of the water in your mouth because you'll get dysentery. Ah. Oh, and I I was texting, texting the the family group and they're like, oh it's not that bad this and that. I was like no 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 you don't understand you will get dysentery and we'll be on the toilet for about three days straight. I've had it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't drink the water if you go to Mexico. Oh, no. One thing I figured out about that: don't eat the tilapia either. Oh, yeah, that's typically not a good idea. So the tilapia in Mexico, 
they don't have water treatment plants like we have here. Oh no. The the so, fish the fish are the water treatment plants. Tilapia they, are trash fish. Yep, and yeah. they use tilapia so <laughs> they sell them back so they farm them inside the wastewater treatment plants. <laughs> and then they ship them to the restaurants to serve. So if you're in Mexico, don't eat any tilapia ever. Yeah. That's why they're so cheap. Or if you're in the United States, don't eat any tilapia. Well, ever. yeah, tilapia just tastes bad anyway. Yes. If you're if you're ordering tilapia, yeah. then you got issues anyway. You do because tilapia is definitely a trash fish. They are a bottom feeder. They're a sewer feeder. Don't mm-hmm. don't eat tilapia. Yeah, <laughs> this is your public service hey, announcement. Sp- spend from, the extra ten dollars on salmon from Mr. Pescado. <laughs> <laughs> spend the extra ten dollars on a. Yeah, a little am, bit smaller. Jack tuna or yeah. salmon or something. Yeah. Yep. Positively. What was the most fun thing you did? did getting to meet the Canadians? <laughs> or, well, let's not talk. Well, so I, I'll, I'll go in a chronological order. So Sunday we land at the airport and the flight over, it's super calm, super peaceful until we get to Monterey. And then you're flying in between two mountains to land at the airport. Heat, heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very turbulent, and yeah. you got to fly through clouds. And the whole time I'm thinking, as we drop 20 feet up at a time because of the turbulence, sitting there thinking, I hope we don't just glance off this mountain. Yeah. I hope we just slam into it as hard as we can because I don't want it to hurt. Yeah. I don't want to be alive up on these remote mountains <laughs> waiting for somebody to come and save me. Just slam right into it. Could you skip this part of the story? Because your dad will never fucking fly. Oh no no no! So 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 he'll never he'll never fly anyway. But uh, so we land in Monterey, and Louise this whole time it's it's the richest city in it's the richest city in Latin America. It's the second most populated, tied for second most populated, in Mexico. It's the nicest place you'll go in Mexico. This that the other, and we land at the Monterey airport. I'm like, they must have a different definition of nice. (laughs) Because this place is kind of sketchy. I mean, there's like junk planes just sitting on the runway and stuff. Like it's it's a trip. And we land. They're like, okay, hopefully we can get a skyway, so we can just go straight into the terminal. But if not, we're gonna have we're gonna have to go down the steps, and we're gonna have buses waiting for y'all to, to take that. y'all to the terminal. Done that before. Take y'all to the terminal, but it's not like nice steps like uh, Long Beach. It's probably some sketchy steps to yeah luckily we had it like I've, warehouse steps yeah <laughs> luckily i didn't fly aero mexico i flew united so we Smart. had a we had a skyway we went through went through customs and all that which was super easy because nobody was there you touch the button for the red light or the green light on the luggage inspection or nobody was there and you just roll through i don't take luggage i take carry on oh good god yeah yeah, well, you I'd, still got to punch the button. No, no, right? I just I just walked through. I didn't even have to go through a declaration or anything. I just walked through the the military guys over there. Yeah, they they don't have TSA. They have military uniformed armed military personnel at the okay, airport. Okay, so I got a question. You did not have to go up to a Mexico customs officer and get your passport stamped. No, I had to get it stamped. Okay. But after we passed that and went through. <clears throat> Me, right, right, first, right. First time traveling and not really completely understanding the language. Like I can order food, I can order beers. Right. I can't have a conversation. I can't get you through an airport. So I don't even read the signs. I just keep on walking, and then I 
nod heads at this armed uh, military guy. He nods back, and I just walk on through. <laughs> didn't didn't declare anything or just kept on walking. And then yeah. finally, I get there, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? So I'm texting Louise, like, hey, where, <laughs> where am I supposed to go? He's like, oh, there's some Canadians. They're at TXFD, Texas Fine Dining. In the, the airport. In the airport, bar in the airport. Okay. I'm like, okay, I did not see that at all. So let me walk all the way back through this airport and so you try gotta to find re, it. you got to re-enter. <laughs> yeah, i got to re-enter the airport and walk through all these, all these places, all these shops, and I'm lost, and I don't know how to ask for directions. And they're aggressive and, at trying to sell you shit, Oh, too. yeah. They're very and, aggressive. And I'm meeting up with three people I've never even met before. I, I got sent a picture and said, look for this guy. So I'm like, okay. Doc, me and you would be way out of our comfort zone at this oh. point. So way out of it. So if you're if Ain't you're an American, <laughs> if you're an American in Mexico looking for somebody at the airport, every single white guy looks the exact same. Yeah, that's a great point. So I'm I'm walking up to all these people like Greg, Greg, Greg. No, nope, <laughs> nobody's Greg. So I'm sitting there and I'm at the bar and I'm like, okay, I gotta find these. I gotta find this Greg dude. Sitting there, sitting there. Nothing. And then I finally meet up with them. And you're in the restaurant that they're yes, supposed to I'm be in, in. Yes, I'm in the restaurant that they're in. I'm like, I have no idea that, where these people are because the Greg that I walked up to sitting at the bar where he was supposed to be was not Greg. That was not. <laughs> so it was just a random white guy sitting up at the bar. So I order a beer, and I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, okay, there he is. There's Greg. Go over there, talk to him. But I got to pay. I got to pay for my beer. Yeah. It took... 30 minutes for me to pay for my beer because the service is that bad. Wow. And Louise was like, oh, no, 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 it's it's only that bad in the airport. It's that bad everywhere. But No kidding. Yeah. Well, it's not a resort city, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's not a resort city. They're, we'll get to that later, but they're on Mexican time. So uh, finally paid for my beer 30 minutes after everybody's left, after I met them as they were leaving. So your ride had left. No, no, no. My ride was still there waiting on me in okay. the parking lot. He had to go to the cell lot and pay for parking and all that. So finally I pay for my $5 beer and walk out there and I am meet up with everybody. Thank you, Doc, for the can't make it up mosquito spray. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of bad out here. Wind ain't quite high enough. But uh, finally meet up with everybody. We're driving back through. No, I'm good. Uh, we... We're driving back through down the toll road and once again so my first my first introduction to the airport i'm like okay maybe 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 mexican nice is a little bit different than american nice and then we drive through the industrial part of uh monterey where all the shops are and the slums and all that are the factories and all that mm -hmm. like okay well maybe Maybe Mexican nice is a lot different than I thought it would be. <clears throat> but finally we make it into Monterey. So you're feeling a little discouraged at this point. Well, so I'm thinking it's more like the movies than I thought it was. Okay. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is the Mexico I've seen in the movies. Kind of third world country. So we, we finally make it into Monterey, and then that's whenever we go through the mountains and it finally opens up, and there's big old skyscrapers like, make the eiffel or uh, make the uh empire state building look small yeah like big old fancy 
the architecture on them is just absolutely amazing. No kidding. And uh, we we make it through there, and I'm like, okay, so this is the Monterey that we're supposed to be seeing. This is the nice Monterey. There's mountains everywhere. Everything looks so beautiful. We we pull up to this. So I was told I was supposed to be staying at Louise's house. But we pull up to the MS Millennium, which is a Hilton hotel. It's where the president of Mexico stays whenever he comes to visit Nuevo Leon because Monterey is the capital city of Nuevo Leon. So now you're big dogging. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> this, this has got to be this has got to be like a 800 to $1,000 a night hotel. Like this place is it sounded super like nice. A, it sounded like an oil tanker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Marble floors, marble walls, everything's made out of marble. Even the bathrooms and the hotel rooms are made out of marble. Everything's just amazing. I'm like, okay, maybe this maybe this is going to be a little bit better than I thought it was. It's getting there. It's getting there. So, and then, uh, so I'm riding in with the KCBS guys from Canada and Louise. He's telling us everything, what to do, not to do. Don't drink the water. Uh so we after ever since don't drink the water yeah, yeah. so uh let me ref, <laughs> let me repeat myself yeah he's like don't drink the water but uh we drop everything off of the hotel room he's like okay now it's time to eat i land at two we get to monterey by three he's like okay it's time to eat we're going to eat so we go eat at uh el embarada something like that it's in a mall but it's a super nice, fancy restaurant that serves uh, seafood and Mexican cuisine, and it's a pretty nice restaurant. They they come to your table, and make salsa, table side, with the uh, with the mortar and pestle and all that, and truly do it up like they're everything is is handmade and hand <clears throat> made from scratch, cooked from scratch. Yes, absolutely everything is done from scratch. So I have a question right here. Would this be like the handmade salsa that you made last night here at Doc's house? Yes, but probably a little bit better. I was. I don't know. That was amazing. I'm telling you what, that is salsa I, last I, I, night. I don't want to amazing. hear that shit. I was <laughs> eagerly waiting. Hey, Wardo, come over and try this. Well, hang on. You couldn't that do a never podcast. Came. You couldn't that do never a podcast. Came. Yeah, you couldn't yesterday. do a podcast. But so. this was like 9 o'clock, bro. <laughs> like, I'm anticipating like, okay, any cap. I say, hey, cap mama, any minute now, they're going to say, hey, come try this. No, it didn't happen. Hey, it was, it was 9 o'clock. It's pudding time for you yep. at the nursing home. Boy, I was just getting rolling. <laughs> I was just getting rolling. I was ready for a Mexico meal at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Well, you'd be right on schedule with them. Yeah, so. yeah we were on a different schedule. Oh, yeah. not that for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll divulge those details later in the podcast about no invite to the great salsa night. Yeah, so we we ate at this place, had a great meal, uh, had octopus. Never had octopus before, but tried it. Not a fan. A little, also a little known, out there. Also known as calamari. Well, not over there. No, it was no, not this was there. a full... Like oh, a was, full octopus with was, a head, <laughs> head and everything, not just a tentacle. Oh, I'm, you don't even need to talk about that. I'm going to tell you right now. Now, if you looked at the picture, like, that looked good, I, like, I'd be out. It, but it, it looked good enough uh, to where I was like, okay, I'm going to try a little piece of it. Then I had a little piece of it, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, never having that again. So, folks, and it's interesting because he, B-Dub's probably one of the most finicky eaters. Oh, I'm, I'm the pickiest eater yeah, you'll ever meet that, in your life. That I know. But so every time he does something different, 
he comes back and has a little bit more. He adds a few more foods in his repertoire that he'll eat. Yeah, so you get hungry enough, you'll start eating stuff. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> and then you realize, it's hey, this was pretty good. I, don't, I just didn't eat it because I didn't think I liked it. And Yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, <laughs> that night, so the KCBS guys from Canada were uh, Greg Aubrey and uh, Stephen Perrin from Aubrey's Barbecue and Rusty's Barbecue out of Toronto. Uh, Toronto, Canada, for the what? What style of uh, barbecue do they cook up there? KC. Well, up there they cook uh, Texas style brisket with a KCBS kind of uh, sweet, saucy, sweet flair on the other stuff. With it, and their sauces. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're sweet and they're a little vinegary, or I'm thinking about no, no, no. The, uh, that's, I'm thinking uh, about the North Carolina area. Yeah, North Carolina yeah. area okay. is the vinegar sauce. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is more like a sweet heat. Gotcha. So they so they use the Texas style for their brisket, but they go more yes. Kansas City style on their uh, ribs. Yes. And all yes. their pork and chicken mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but they they also compete. They compete in the KCBS. They've been all over the world, numerous countries. Uh, just cooking KCBS style brisket in competition. Well, KCBS everything in competition, and uh, they put on a class a little bit later in the week. And hey, so we so while you're talking about them, so we they told you a neat story about Brett. Brett's back. No, 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 no. That was that was a different team. That was a Texas team from San Antonio. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. okay. So so we're sitting there, and the the restaurant we're at. This brings in a funny story, but. Um, we're sitting there at the restaurant, and they bring out a whole big old thing of tortillas, along with all the sides and the food and all that. They bring out mole, the the salsa, the uh, ceviche. They, so, so it's more like it's, so it's more like family. Yeah, yeah, family it's more dining. like family dining. Yeah, they just bring with, everything with, out, and you serve yourself. Just start yeah. getting after it. Yeah. So you I'm, realize, I'm. You do realize I have not had dinner tonight yet. Yes, right? okay. we had so, neither. So I'm sitting there and I'm hungry as shit. We would have been cooking it. We'd have been cooking it right now. Hey, so you're you're about here here on time. Oh no, hell no, it's too late. We got a different supper tonight. (laughs) It's it's gonna be supper tonight. It's Mexican though. We've become into the new white Mexicans of of Rockdale. We're having a Blanco Flacos. What? (laughs) Blanco Flacos. Blanco Flacos. A white, skinny white boy. Oh, okay. Skinny white boy Mexican. It's but anyway, it's gonna be a new name of his restaurant when he goes in the Mexican food business. Oh, but anyways, hey, I like that idea. Anyways, we're sitting there. So at the, no more real estate classes. Oh no, we're still taking. Anyways, uh, we're sitting there at the restaurant Probably and we're. Not. I can fuck up an interview. You're, quick. you're two. Yeah, or three. you can. I'm you're sorry. Two, you're two or three. You'll get that license. I'm, I'm sorry, sure. B-Dub. So we're sitting there and we're eating and I'm loading everything onto the tortillas and stuff and I look over and these these Canadians they're they're just putting a spoonful on their plate and eating it with a fork and i'm like hey that's not how you eat this stuff you got to put that on a tortilla that, that, get... that phrase that put that on a cracker and yeah in, in mexico you put that on a tortilla exactly so i'm sitting there and i'm trying to teach them the cuisine a little bit like hey you put it on a tortilla yeah. and you eat <laughs> or, or dip the get the tortilla and piece it and yeah yeah, yeah. you eat it with the yeah. eat it with the fork and kind of like use your tortilla as a fork too yeah, yeah. that's part of the yeah, culture. you can do that yep so they they finally started using well at first they were like why do they bring so many tortillas and i had to like well they bring out all the tortillas because you're supposed to put everything in that's a tortilla the, that's the staple but 
anyways, we, we finished dinner and then, uh, everybody wants to go back to the hotel, but it's my first night in Mexico. I slept two hours on the plane. So I'm like, I want to, I want to go out. You're looking for the donkey show. Yeah. Looking for the donkey show. (laughs) That was a joke. So Louise, (laughs) Louise texted me after I'm back at the hotel having drinks at the bar and he goes, so there's this guy, Dirty Dan. He's going to take you out to the bars tonight. Okay. All right. I, yeah, I've been a little nervous. Oh, like, Dirty Dan. No, I was like, that's my kind of people. If a guy's name is Dirty Dan in Mexico, he's probably probably done some stuff. So, like, that's that's my kind of people to hang out with and go experience true Mexico nightlife. So we go out and we, we drink. We talk about barbecue. We drink all night. So, uh, so, but Dirty Dan is a barbecue guy. Yeah. Also. So, but he's a local. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's a local, he's a local okay. in Monterey. His his name is uh, Daniel Castro. He's. Uh, I've heard you talk about him before. I swear. No, no, you're no, thinking, no, no. You're thinking, yeah, you're thinking of okay. Dan from uh, Danny from California. All right. And that's Danny Castillo. From, oh, Castro. I got it. Uh, Daniel. Uh, Castro, he has Dan Smokehouse in Monterey. Uh, we we weren't able to go eat there any time during the week, but I heard busy, it was good. Too busy party with y'all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, We're closed, closed for this too. week. Closed this week. <laughs> but I hear it's really good. Uh, he served uh, some ribs at the barbecue fest that were extremely good. So we we scheduled some pop ups with him. So there's, he's coming down to Texas. There's our next guest. Our parking guards putting him in the parking area. Oh yeah, I see that. Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, over there. Which holder in the bin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or him? I don't even know who it was. Sorry, beat up. <laughs> so we go out. We drink all night. We're we have margaritas. We have beer. We have uh, tequila shots. Which their tequila shots are a little bit different. You sip them. You don't. You don't shoot them. You don't shoot them. Yeah, you sip them. That's how they can drink tequila all favorite night. Favorite tequila, Anejo, Reposado, what's your favorite? Don Julio. Don Julio, pero... Uh, the 70-year. The okay, so... Or the, is, is the that a Don Julio 70, not 70-year. Is, is that a Reposado? Is that an Anejo? So I don't, I don't know. I, darker. Just, I don't know. I just said Trego de <coughs> Don Julio, and they just brought me what they had. All right. Was, or it, they, was they, it clear or was it dark? It was clear. Okay. Yeah. They go... Uh, silver. Yeah, yeah. Silver. that's uh, silver anejo. tequila. Pretty sure that's an anejo. Anyways, uh, he's a bandale. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good singer, Doc. I like that. So we we drink all night and I then we get our. About, I was talking about Blanca, whatever his name is. And then uh, we get our bill, and our bill's twenty bucks. I'm like, you're kidding me. I was like, there's got to be a mistake. He's like, no, just everything's cheap. Like, I'm gonna have to get okay. one of your beers. Well, well I'm not gonna. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna question it. So, in the night, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I go back to the hotel room, have another. the The hotel bar is still open at two o'clock in the morning. Which I is, apologize for the ice. Hey, so, uh, so there's red, blue, in the fridge, in the real fridge. Yingling, cores, and in my cooler. <laughs> All right, carry on. So. uh Two o'clock in the morning, takes me back to my hotel room, and bar's still open at the hotel at two o'clock in the morning. There's still a bunch of people there. There's probably 20 people sitting around the bar, so I have a few more drinks and then go up to the room. 
but Tuesday morning. So, so when you were having drinks with those people at the bar, could y'all actually carry on a conversation, or did anybody speak English? Or? Yeah, yeah. There was so at the hotel, a lot of people spoke English because okay. Monterey is uh, where a lot of American companies outsource their jobs Ooh. to. Right. So there was a group from uh, Phoenix, like ten of them. They were coming down to train everybody that was going to take their job. So they were drinking like yeah, the, yeah. The they're night. losing their job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we came down here to train everybody that's going to take our job. So we're going to do a great job at training them this week, and then we're going to head back and then just give a middle finger to the company. But <laughs> and this is part of giving the finger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so it, they bought everybody drinks, company card, all that. It's not on me. It's on them. So. Are we still on day one, by Yeah, the this way? is day well, one. Well, this fucking podcast is going to be way too yeah, long. We're, we're, only, we're only 30 minutes in. <laughs> we're going to have to do... We're gonna have to uh, do so, luckily, luckily, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, there wasn't much going All on. All right. Thank God. Get to Friday. So, <laughs> so oh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, much of the same thing. Uh, going out and eating five times a day. Uh, Wednesday, we did a class with, the, uh, with Greg and Steven. Uh, for all the uh, judges to show them how they're supposed to judge KCBS and what kind of flavor profile you're looking for and this and that. So you posted a picture of you on a panel with five or six other people. That was that was Tuesday. Uh, we did a or yeah, that was Tuesday morning. We did a press conference, and I was representing uh, the cooks from Texas. You did not look real interested. In that picture you posted. I, me and Greg. So Greg was the other You remember the guy. part where he, he stayed out till 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. with Dirty Dan? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so now I know so why Greg, you weren't real interested. I looked at that picture. I'm like. So Greg was hmm. the only was the only other white guy. And everybody else spoke Spanish. Uh, the All the media and stuff spoke Spanish. So they only talked talk to everybody except us. They so, didn't have you, and serious, serious question. No interpreter uh, for you? L Louise was the interpreter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I had no idea what most of the press conference was about. <laughs> and you didn't know, know what Luis was answering for you either. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Luis, Luis just goes, I know Luis is getting to me because he goes, Texas Pitmaster, this, that. And and then he looks over at me and I'm like, okay, I guess that's my turn. So I pick up the mic and I start talking. And I'm like, thank you, Luis, for inviting us out. So far, it's been great. It's going to be a pleasure to be at the inaugural event in Monterey, be surrounded by so many friends. Uh, this that the other i was so nervous i was shaking holding my microphone because i've never been on a press conference before so oh boy. Had, had the had the drunk shakes and the nervous <laughs> oh shakes. yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of shaking going a, on yeah, it was terrible parts to be proud that. of him shaking. Yeah, exactly the, the early morning shakes and all that <laughs> so i don't even remember what exactly i said because i was so nervous but louise was like oh yeah you did good afterwards so i, I guess i did well fine. you seen a clip of the video it, so it's somewhere on channel six in monterey mexico if you can find find uh, that channel i'll be looking for it yeah so anyways we do the press conference it's a lot of fun we do this we do it in a uh in a event center auditorium that's next to the mall or attached to the mall and the event center has had people like uh Nickelback, uh, Mumford and Sons, like a bunch of bunch of big people, come and play there, and we're up in the VIP bar. You'll, and you'll get people tuned up on some Nickelback, whether they were big or not. But oh, well, that's well, right. Mumford that's and right. Son was there, so anyway, I, I anyway, guess they're good. Anyway, it's, so I've never heard of Mumford and Son. Well, they're missing out. Me. But anyways, uh, yeah, so we hang out there a little bit. 
uh, in the VIP bar, and then we were like, okay, we got nothing else to do, so just go find something to do. So we, we tour around the city. We go see some things. Wednesday, we have the KCBS class, which learned a lot. Learned that KCBS barbecue isn't true barbecue, but that's beyond the point. Uh, Everybody already knew that. Oh, well, yeah. So, <laughs> At least if they're from Texas. So for, for those of y'all that don't know, a KCBS brisket, you cut all the fat off of it. You separate the muscle. You trim it down to where it's just like five to ten pieces, five to ten slices. And then once you get done cooking it, you sauce it and sauce. There, there's it's no all bark. about the flavor of the sauce. There's no bark. You nope. can't have any bark on it. It's it's the dumbest thing ever. But I agree. It's KCBS and that's what people like. So I agree. It's not Texas barbecue. Yeah. So anyways, we do that class and then Louise motions me to come over and he's standing with four other guys. And he goes, We're gonna go to a show. I'm like, okay. Like I'm, I'm all for it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go to a show. So we pile in. We, we pile in like a bunch of Mexicans. There's like seven of us in this truck. It's not appropriate for this. Podcast. No, no, no. It's it's appropriate over there because <laughs> nah, they don't they don't get offended about anything. Well, I can tell you from from my days down in the valley, and so there used to be a sales guy that would take us across uh, with our customer, and no, you pile in. Seven in a truck. Is, uh, you pile in, and if you got a bed, no, you can fit as many in the bed too. Well, we don't put any. We didn't do that, but it, <laughs> the cab would be full. Uh, you, not you, enough seat belts for everybody. Yeah, they so over there, uh, they the Canadians were talking about how they're like we've never seen these cars before. Like they're not North American cars. This, that, the other. They got to be European. And Louise is like, yeah, you don't see any of these cars because they don't have any safety equipment. Like no <laughs> airbags, no seat belts, no nothing. Like they're just cars. Uh, They're the ones you see get towed down the interstate. Yes, yes, those are the ones. But uh, <laughs> but he goes, we're going to go to a show, so we pile in, and we're driving there, and it's like midnight. And he goes, okay, we're scared to go here by ourselves, but we have you. So if, any, if anything happens to you, just say you're American, and they'll leave you alone. Because they know that if, if any of the narcos mess with the with an American, they're gonna get the full wrath of the American government and the Monterey government because Monterey is super touristy, and yeah, they, and they don't want a bad image. And as we talked in your interview on the phone last week, uh, there's a lot of expats that live there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's like, we're gonna we're gonna drive through some kind of shady areas. Every now and again, you're gonna see a super nice house with probably some people outside of it don't make eye contact with them don't draw attention to yourself oh boy i'm getting pretty nervous so, for you B-Dub. so i'm like okay this is gonna this is what i've been waiting for hey, if, if ward's in the vehicle he's gonna do the opposite oh look at them people over there yeah, he's gonna be like god dang that's a nice house i wonder how much they pay for that house and the next thing you know they're gonna be a truck full of guys with machine guns shots fired shots fired. <laughs> but anyways so Maybe I can put a sign in that yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no yards over there. They're all townhouses. Are we on Wednesday, Thursday, or this Friday? This is this is Wednesday. Uh, it, so we every, went back from Friday to Wednesday. No, 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 no. We never got to. Well, we, we never got to, to Friday. The, this is a. This is yeah. A, this is this is the fun night. All right, let's go. So we're driving through the we're driving through the ghetto and we're. He's like, oh crap! There's no 
there's no parking spots on the street so we got to park a few streets down and then walk so we park a few streets down and we walk back over and then i mean there's guys it, this is midnight mind you midnight 12 30 there's people walking down the street there's uh with nothing going on no like house parties or anything no people out in the street except the people walking down the street uh people walking down the street there's little vendors on the side of the on the side of the sidewalk well they cooking. know the, they know the events and there's gonna be people yeah. coming in and out so they're they're yeah. trying to make a they're trying to make a yeah. penny so sure. so we walk in and we got to say some slang code words code to get words. It, to get into the house yeah. and then we walk upstairs and then it's just a huge party. This reminds me of a movie. <laughs> walk, walk up on the on the roof of these people's house. So it's big in fashion. I, so I've watched Narcos. It, it just reminds me of some stuff it maybe. Sounds oh, like yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> so so it's uh, big in fashion. They're super big on TikTok and Facebook and YouTube. Check them out. Are yeah. you promoting them? Yeah, I'm promoting them because they're actually some pretty good guys. Okay, cool. So, you, so you met them? Yeah, yeah, we met them. I was on their, I was on their live stream. So they live stream everything they do. Uh, so Wednesday night, everything was live streamed. So we got a beat up TikTok. Yeah, somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but it's somewhere. <laughs> oh, good lord! But uh, well, look for it. I'll yeah. get somebody on it better than me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we go up to the rooftop of these people, and there's like maybe a hundred people up on this rooftop. And there's some cones in a circle, and there's a stage with a band playing. And we're walking around. We we meet all the guys. I end up talking on their podcast uh, or their live stream for just a little bit, probably like two minutes, because I didn't know anything that they were saying. Uh, <laughs> and then we, we walk upstairs, and uh, right as we get upstairs, I'm, I'm like, Gracias, Doc. Man, there's... There's a lot of midgets here. Like, what? Is this, like, normal? And Louise goes, oh, it, it's going to be normal. Just wait a little bit. So we're there, and we're we're waiting a little bit. And the next thing you know, the mariachi band starts playing. And all the midgets, they go to the cones. <laughs> they had, so over here we have the Lucha Libre with the midget wrestling here in Rockdale at the KC Hall. Yeah. Well, they had midget boxing. Oh, and, the uh, so they had the guys in the suits with the hats, like the old timey uh, boxing coaches. At, but everybody was a midget. The the ring number people were all midgets. Like it was funniest thing you ever seen. And they, disclaimer to our little people I, listening, other, we love you. We're other, not hating. Other than other than the people that were like uh, the referees or whatever you call them in boxing yeah they were full-grown people because oh yeah well they had to pick them up yeah, pick them up and move them around. yeah. We, so, we love our little listeners at, so they did they did five or six rounds of the midget boxing that we was got super five fun. listeners how many you think yeah. are midgets <laughs> <laughs> that's a great damn but question. but that's a, so that's the that's the funny that's the funny thing about mexico is nobody's woke <laughs> there's no woke movement Praise God! And everybody, everybody over there just wants to be left alone. Hey, they better go to sleep. They better go to sleep. They're, they're all woke. Yeah, <laughs> no, they they don't have any time for anything. They so we were actually going on this bridge, and this is how anti woke everybody is over there. So we're going across this bridge, and Louisa was like, "Hey, one time there was because uh, you can, it's like the Golden Gate Bridge, but kind of half of it. It's kind of hard to explain unless you look at a picture of it. But you can go up to the top." There's stairs that go straight up to the top. 
And uh, he was like, yeah, one time there was a guy jumping or that was threatening to jump. To commit suicide. Yeah, and they they had uh, the military police all out there blocking all the roads off, and people were late for work. Yeah. And people were screaming out there, just jump already. Get out of our way. Just go. <laughs> just do it. Like, There's you're holding us encouragement. Yeah, so. <laughs> hey, hey, listen to our podcast. We yeah. talk about take care of your neighbor and shit. Right, yeah, right, so right. That, that's how anti-woke everybody is over there. They don't, they don't care. They just want to be left alone. Just get out of our way. Which, park, park over there. Which which I love. They got, so, oh, they must be VIPs. They're overflow. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're an overflow oh, lot. Okay. Right. So, uh, anyways. I like the amount of crowd we have. <laughs> I know. It's this backing is impressive. Up. So, anyways, we watch the midget boxing, and then we have some beers, watch the rest of their live stream, and then we we cut out, and we go back to the... Everybody knows it's not non-eventful because you're still here talking <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, we go back to the KCBS class and finish up over there, and then we go hit some bars, and then so pretty much nothing really happens on Thursday. We go out to uh, Nomada. Oh, that's the best news I've heard all <laughs> podcast. Oh, jeezy. <laughs> Not really much happens on Thursday, and then Friday is whenever. Well, Thursday a lot of people started coming in, but nothing really happened. We went out to uh, a few places to eat. But uh, Friday night was, or Friday was the day that everybody started preparing, and it was a mess. So it's two o'clock in the afternoon. We got to cook brisket for Saturday, mm. and our briskets are frozen, solid. Oh, nice! Sounds like your experience with the ribs getting there late. Yeah, this but is worse but worse, that. but a little worse. <laughs> frozen. So so yeah. we were gonna do uh, Berea tacos, but. None of the other stuff came in. All I we think, had, all we think, had was the brisket. Was so you had to totally that. change your plan. Oh, completely change the yeah. plan. So we were like, okay, we're going to do. So it was me and JQ, JQ's Tex Mex, Joseph Queller. Uh, out of Houston, Texas, yeah. right? Go out check of, him out, out right? Out of Houston, yeah. Out of Houston. Where's, uh, he, where's he cooking out of? Uh, he does pop ups. Okay. Uh, but he's. He's pretty good. He's got Dane's beard and stuff like that. Oh, it's, he's better and pretty good. He's, I've yeah. had his tacos. They're real good. So we were going to make those tacos, but none of the stuff came in. We didn't have a plancha to cook on. So we are like, okay, we gotta we got to change everything up. What was plan B? Plan B was sliced brisket. So. With a verde sauce. So let me. Oh, how, how could buddy. You, how could you go from brisket tacos to sliced brisket if you got done brisket? So, we we're gonna do burrilla tacos, which is brisket mixed with some other ingredients. Oh, I can't, okay. I can't give out the ingredients. I'm not asking but, for the ingredients. But it's brisket mixed with some other ingredients that's uh, shredded like chopped beef. That's uh, you put it in a street taco with some cheese, and you put it on a plancha and melt it. Okay. And you make like a like a chopped brisket quesadilla basically gotcha supercharged quesadilla oh yeah okay gotcha so plan b was just sliced brisket how and did it, you get the damn briskets thawed out so quick in the uh, sun so uh we gave those briskets to somebody else and we used briskets from somebody else ah. yeah so so we didn't cook anything the only thing we did was make the uh the verde sauce Next guest just arrived. That's all right. Which yeah. I feel sorry for the people that ate the verde sauce because we washed the cilantro with the Mexican water, the Mexican <laughs> tap water. So 
<laughs> I made I made sure not to even try it. Yeah, I'd have been better off not to even wash it. Shit. <laughs> oh, no so, kidding. So that everything I read said, yeah, that's the best thing to do is not wash it. So. No, yeah, but we. Uh, let's read it. It says, "Don't wash it. Fuck it. Wash it." Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we're from America. Wash everything with yeah. water. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we do that. It's a big hit. Everybody likes it. We were one of the first ones. So we were supposed to have, uh, I think six briskets just for us. Yeah. And then they told us we had four briskets, but none of the other stuff. So, cut it. Everything. We're down in half. Really so, thin. So the four briskets we have, we got to now slice and serve. So we're like, okay, we're going to serve like 100 people. And then uh, we ended up not even doing four briskets because the people we were sharing with were supposed to have 12, but they ended up having 10, and then they used most of them. So we're like, okay, we're yeah. whenever, whenever we're out, we're out. So Yeah, I got like pimped out, man. Oh man! No, it was yeah. everybody got ever. Yeah. So all the meat was it so, was it was just uh, a mess. So uh, I'll improve on that. Sounds like oh, opportunities, yeah. So, right? Yeah. So and it's it's no fault it's no fault of the people who put on it's no fault of Louise or Guillermo that put everything on. It was the fault of the sponsor that wanted to sponsor everything, all the meat and stuff, and then reneged on everything that they did. Yeah. Well, they'll, hey, they'll learn from that. Hey, look. When you have when you have a big event like this, it was a huge event, beautiful, yeah. beautiful atmosphere. I mean, it oh was, yeah, it was surrounded by mountains. It was, and and the and the 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 whole area where the cook off and the the tasting was going on was absolutely beautiful. They'll learn from that and they'll just they'll they'll adapt and and uh, it'll be better next year. Yeah, yeah. It is. So uh, normally at a at a festival they pay you out money a stipend to come there and this and that to help cover travel and stuff like that. Uh, the Mexican government actually paid for all of our hotel rooms. The only thing we had to pay for was our flights. Uh, all the meat was comped. Hotel rooms were comped. We always went out and ate at somebody's place. So the food was comped. So except for like breakfast and lunch and if we went out and did like touristy <laughs> stuff. So everything was was fairly fairly paid for. Uh, and normally you get a stipend for, but it was so cheap that it, yeah, yeah, it was so, it was so cheap. And who's, who's giving the stipends? So a lot of, a lot of festivals you go to that you see, uh, barbecue places go to help them cover their travel costs and their meat costs. They give you a stipend Gotcha. that's paid from the ticket money. Oh, okay. Monterey didn't do that because it's their first year. So they're putting every single penny that they made straight back into the, festival to make it bigger they want a hundred thousand people there so wow i and think they, and they'll get it oh yeah they'll get it no doubt i think doc we should go there there was probably there's we'll probably there. we'll we could go be by. guest pit masters yeah i will just be i think we do yeah but y'all would have to drive since y'all don't like to fly we'll be trying love well, to fly. Oh, you love to fly somebody doesn't <laughs> love to fly. i'm flying with you bro it's only me all driving <laughs> he, over told, here. he told he told me that we could go down to south padre and then take the toll road all the way there so yeah let's do it it's only yeah. like 10 hours that way five hours yeah. no 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 it's only it's talking about all the way five to hours through laredo it's seven hours just to get to mccallan no it's not Ah, we'll go to McAllen and spend the weekend with my son-in-law, and then we'll get him to escort us over there. There you go. That would probably be the worst thing you can do, (laughs) get a lawyer to escort you. They don't know he's a lawyer. Uh, Anyways. All right, so let's wrap this thing up. 
Give us a. Uh, oh, we haven't even made an hour yet. Good God! Well, we got this. other. We got. We still got our oh, football. Oh yeah, we still This got is football. most you've ever talked on one of our podcasts. Oh yeah. If anybody ever worried about B Duff not talking enough, thank you. Oh, so I had three pages of notes. So, we, anyways. Yeah, uh, this ain't fucking school. <laughs> so before we go, the the festival and everything was amazing. Everybody there was amazing. Made a lot of good friends. This, that, the other. Uh, so we we covered that. So let me let me get into some quirks of Mexico. Uh, not. Not touristy Mexico, like central Mexico. So some of the quirks, I've never seen so many roundabouts in my entire life. <laughs> but the problem is, the problem is. There's every, no signs. No, no, no. The problem is every single one of them has stop signs and stoplights on them. It says so, auto. So they, they completely. Uh, the, Nobody stops. Well, no, they stop at, they stop at the stop signs and stoplights inside the town. But, uh. Normally, roundabouts don't have anything on them except yield signs, so they get the traffic moving. They completely, you're like, that doesn't work. We're going to put stoplights on the roundabout so we don't have to move any traffic at all. Like, that was that was the bizarrest thing I've ever seen. Uh, another thing is on the highways, there's no, there's no uh, dividing lines, none of the dotted lines, so you just make your own lane and go wherever you want to go. That's not the case in... Uh like, like so, uh, anyway, so touristy. Like, yeah, so like I said, we're not in the touristy part. <laughs> okay. So um, along with that, there's there's speed bumps everywhere. That goes along with nobody pays attention to the street signs or anything like that. In the in the residential neighborhoods, nobody pays attention to anything. That's why they're hauling all them cars down yeah. there because they're all wore out <laughs> right. yeah. over speed bumps. Yeah. So there's, there's speed bumps, and they're not like normal speed bumps like we have here in Rockdale. They're like— We've got two th- in they're, Rockdale. Well, they're, they're speed bumps, and even those are kind of big. Those speed bumps over there, they're like you have to come to a complete stop and like crawl over them. and So there's that. And I, I was asking Dirty Dan Monday night why— why they were like that and they were like well nobody pays attention to the any of the street signs or anything like that speed limits stop signs because gotta slow them down somehow yeah you gotta slow them down somehow and they were like it, even if you get pulled over by the cops that don't even pull you over you can just pay them off give them a few hundred pesos and you move on your way <laughs> so you know so, what the best rated car is to go over a speed bump highest rated car for going over a speed bump what's that a rental car oh yeah <laughs> Pedal to the floor over the speed bump too. Chief comes in with one. So it it's complete mass chaos. The infrastructure is not all there because it's still a developing country. So the the infrastructure of the highway system is not exactly great. Hey, so one thing that that I keyed on in our conversations were malls. They got malls. Oh yeah, they got they got malls deal. everywhere. Oh, they love malls. Yes, but I, the so, Hispanic. So, so, Mexican. but our malls are dying at a, I mean, they're oh, a yeah. great point. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you go in the Post Oak Mall, which used to be thriving, that's used to be oh, where everybody uh, did their school shopping and all that, you, you find like five people there. It's days away, it's days away from shutting down. All oh, these yeah. malls are, I mean. I, hey, the McAllen Mall's even thriving. Right, but that's, but it's just the culture. They're so far, by, they're, they're, trends, trends work. I mean, trends change. And yeah. that, so the, to me, they're just that far behind. Uh, the American culture, yes, yeah. yeah, which is not 
a wonderful thing, right? I think it's a great thing that they are where they are. I do, if too. If you compare that to some of our current uh, American culture. I, 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 oh, yeah. We used to have some really nice malls, and and, and, and there'll be none eventually. They'll, everything will be brought to your sure. house. Oh, yeah. But so B-Dub, I got to give you kudos, bro, because Wardo, you know, I'm just a dumb country boy from Minerva. I never understood what this woke shit was, but you broke it down <coughs> for me. When you said this part of Mexico is less woke and the way you described why you said that, I'm like, okay, now I understand. Yeah, they're not not politically correct. They just just want to be left alone. This woke bullshit that exists here. Well, they're no different than us. We want to be left alone. Exactly. Thank you. So So I appreciate that. So they're probably the most conservative people you've ever met. Oh, yeah, absolutely they are. And we've had conversations about this. They don't like Beto. They don't like Biden. Like no, it's, that, it's a whole they, big they, thing. They Hang on, Beto is uh, their people. No, I'm no, but, I'm joking. He's but, an Irish. Anyways, he's an Irish Mexican. I died. So they're. <laughs> So going back to what we were vato, talking about, the road vato, system. Hang on, hang on, vato. I did not mean that. No, vato, no beto, no vato. I mean some vato. Lots of vato, no beto. Hey, yeah. if, hey so one of our top listeners, vato, if you were if you were speaking Spanish tonight, he would appreciate that because he could. And so that's he so over, over here, like if you try to order in, Mex- in Spanish at a Mexican food place, You'd be like berated this and that cultural oh, no, corporate no, you, over there over no, there no, if you, you gotta know where to go. <laughs> well, yeah, over there if you if you like if you went to a Chewy's and try to order in Spanish, they'd be like, "What are you doing, dude?" Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not over there. Yeah. If you try to speak the language, they will appreciate you so much more. I Absolutely. I got called an honorary Mexican while I was over there. Like you never you never <laughs> get that over here. Hey, you get close to the border down there, like what? where Daniel oh, yeah, no, lived. No, you better know a little bit of yeah, Espanol yeah. if you're going to place an order. And Hola. I say that with all respect. I take the Grupolo <laughs> chicken. Grupolo. So oh, over chicken there, every they, time because exactly. I, I got that. I can't. So if you're can, you if you're point. at least trying over there, then then you're you're good. You they'll they'll help you out, but uh, mass chaos on the roads this that the other but monterey is so rich everywhere we walk everywhere we went there was some type of high class luxury car dealership they had a bentley dealership a lamborghini tesla maserati ferrari mercedes but nobody drove them because it's mass chaos on the road and you wouldn't take a two million dollar car out on any of those roads especially over the speed bumps oh yeah all right b-dub um Yes, we're getting to our our guests are wanting us to get to our picks. So just <laughs> hang on, we're going to get to our football. I, picks. I guess I'll just put up my notes. Hey, so we'll we'll touch on a few more things on the next podcast. Yeah, we'll we, have we'll have Mexico part two. Yeah, because you you used up most of our time. Yeah, <laughs> me and Ward's our time. I know, Doc. You and I are used I, to being in charge. I, 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 so that's I, a problem. Enjo- I've kind of enjoyed it. I, I no, I enjoyed it. I, I I've, I've tried to say. I've tried to stay quiet and not give too much away, so y'all would ask questions and stuff, but y'all just want to talk about football. I don't no, we, I ask I don't, a lot of questions, I don't know how man. we get, I, I thought know. I elaborated the shit out of I don't know how we stuff. could ask a question, dude. You wouldn't quit talking. <laughs> <laughs> we stayed on Monday for 30 minutes. <laughs> All right, so, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's go over the uh, – Chiefy had a pretty good week last week. Talk to me. <laughs> I was starting to text you and ask you how good my week was. It wasn't very good Oh, normally. This, no, typically it's not. This You're time, right. this time, Lord, man, I was, uh, I was, I was high and tail, but 
So Dave, our our guest picker on the college football, had to call. He had to call in, and he could stay very long because he is. He's host, cooking. He was cooking for his clients. He was which, hosting an event for all his clients, and he still made some time out to come talk to us. I didn't get an invite though. I did. It's too far. You wouldn't well, go. Son of a bitch. You can't even make it here on time. How the hell are you gonna go down there? I was babysitting. <laughs> all right. So Dave was two. And two, all he all he picked was the four college games. Okay, so he was batting five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefy, Chiefy went three and one. Damn, showing out a little That's bit. That's unusual. And I didn't pick, so he was showing out a little bit. And then an old Doc pulled up the rear. That bullshit. One and three. Doc, <laughs> this is highly unusual for you. Hey. Well, you know, hey, so when, maybe maybe hey, it's not me chasing after his picks; it's him chasing after no, no, my no. picks. Hey, hang on, you weren't here last week. I I, I picked. I know, you last and that, week. that's why you're one and three. Here's the funny part about no, this: I, I picked actually, you last week. I, I was I, my record was better than yours last well, week because I didn't pick anything. I listened to no, last. I'm talking about the week before when we did. Oh. Yes. Anyway, so shut up, B Dub. I listened to last week's podcast today, and you gave our previous week's ratings i'm thinking i'm gonna just start following doc on his picks <laughs> yeah so, good thing you didn't absolutely so uh and then we went to the nfl and it gets even better for some <clears throat> chief is four and oh oh wow so now i'm seven and one you're seven and one wow Doc redeemed himself. He was three and one. Okay. So I went. I went five hundred four, four and four. That's uh, not up to my. That's not up to my par, but it is what it is. Uh, you got lucky on a couple of games. I got lucky. That's just skill. Certainly. Seven and one is nothing but skill, bro. So I've got the sheep that shows the luck. But keep we, that. Keep that. Let's frame that. <laughs> You're going to frame it, ain't you? <laughs> I'll frame that score from that first one we did, the very aye, first aye, one. Aye. All right. So, uh, hey, you got your glasses on. Let's start Let's start with our uh, picks on the college top left. Uh, let's start with the top one, and, and we'll go through these fairly quickly. Okay. Yeah. Be paying attention. Yeah. Can no you get shit. your pick here? All right, so the first pick is going to be number 17, TCU, who's 4-0 at Kansas, who is number 19 ranked. Uh, they're 5-0. And uh, I don't know what the 7 oh, – oh, Kansas is picked. Uh, plus 7, so that means that uh, So that TCU's means TCU is picked to win. Yeah, they're picked to win. They're in Kansas. Yeah, they're in Kansas. Both – this Both one undefeated. I seen this one. I thought this would be a good pick because it's going to be it's going to be a tough decision here on what you want to go. So I looked at this earlier today and I made my decision. I'll go ahead and go first. You want to document this doc? Yeah, I got it. I got it. You can write it on yours too. But I got my so, pen already out. Baby. Chief is going. Chief is picking TCU. Oh, that's what I was hoping for. Get a little separation going here. Well, I'm also going for TCU, so you can write that down. Well, you definitely got your ass separated last week on your pick, so. Hope you enjoy that separation. Well, you know, I I, I give myself a bind sometimes, but we got the Rockdale kid, the Rock. Rockland kid, Tory Lockton there showing out in Kansas. Rock, and Chalk, Doc is Doc is gonna pull from Kansas 
Jayhawks, right? Okay. I think I like Jayhawks. Yeah, yeah. It's Rock Chalk Jayhawks. Now it's Doc Chalk Jayhawks. Mark it down, baby. It's in pen. All right, here we go. Next pick is number eight, Tennessee at number 25, LSU. Uh, LSU is uh, picked to lose by three. Tennessee is picked to win by three. They're playing in LSU at the what? What do they call that stadium? The I don't know. I don't know. They call the, it the something. Not the Temple of Doom, but it's a crazy. It's not. Place. A, so it's eleven o'clock game. It's eleven a.m. game. Yeah, eleven a.m. game. So that's uh, if you play there at night. It's uh, uh, Death Valley. Death, yeah, Valley. Death Valley. There you go. But Clemson does something like Death Valley too. It's kind of confusing. But anyway. Clemson does do that. You're right. All right, uh, so I picked first last time. One of you two fellas got to expose your pick first this time. Tennessee. I'm going with Tennessee also. So LSU has a home field advantage. It's hard to play at LSU Stadium, but LSU is just not that good. I'm struggling with this one. Uh, <laughs> they're they're a funny four and one. LSU is yeah. a, what I'd call it. That's a great answer, and I'm going to stay with the father and dad, oh, uh, the father God, and son man. movement on this. I'm going to stick the with the father and dad. Father and son. I'm gonna stick with Tennessee. All right. So next we have the Texas A&M fighting Aggies <laughs> at three and two <laughs> at the Alabama Crimson Tide, who is five and zero. Oh. Alabama's picked to only win by twenty four. That's with it. the over-under being 51. so I'll pick first on this one. Yeah. Well, let's see. Nothing's gonna be a fucking <laughs> surprise here. Bama, baby. Roll oh, Tide. No. Roll Tide. So, Dave. Dave. Yeah, Dave, I'd never do Dave, that. Dave, he's looking at the points, Dave. He's, that's what he's going to be as We're excuse. not betting on points. Just I know, up. but that's got to be your Dave excuse. Roll Tide, so, baby. Roll Tide. And I say Roll Tide as well. Well, I'm a man of principle, so oh, A&M. Oh, God. Yeah, A&M's well, got it. You, you, okay. All right, next pick is the last one of the college games. It is an, also an 11 a.m. <laughs> game, which the Aggie games at 7 p.m. would be the Fighting Texas Langhorns. No, they're not the Fighting Texas anything. Oh, well, they're, That's A&M's. they're the Texas Langhorns. They're the T-Sips. But anyways. In the old what was known as the Cotton Bowl against the Boomasuna Oklahoma Sooners. So, hang on, looked let me, like total shit last week against yeah. TCU. L- let, me yeah. give, let me give some little – some facts for a minute. Hope they're shorter than your trip to Mexico. So, anyways, four Big 12 games are on Saturday. Only one of them is unranked versus unranked. And both of the teams that are unranked have a plan to go to the SEC. It's the, yeah, yeah, both of them. Texas, and he's talking about Texas and Oklahoma, which yep. both of them are unranked and they're both three and two. Actually, Oklahoma is picked to beat Texas by nine points. No, so. they're picked to lose. <coughs> Doc? That's plus nine. Oh, that's plus nine. Yeah, that's plus yeah. nine. Okay. I so, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. All right, I got. Because I'm a man of principle. <laughs> Chief, I know what you're going to do because you had them pick. You won the Big 12 a minute ago. <laughs> You, a show or two ago, you had them pick two shows ago. They were going to win the Big 12. Yeah, you said the they're going to. You said no. they're going to win and. Oh yeah. yeah. You said they're going to win and the. They're going to win the game and the Big 12. Let me just say this: the eyes of Texas are upon you. Oh, he, he just muted you. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to have any of that on this off. podcast. All the live. 
<laughs> Days. He will, he will shut you down. <laughs> so you know my pick. Yeah. Longhorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the hook, hook, hook them home. Oh, oh, good Lord. Why didn't you mute your dad? Uh, you I, muted me. I didn't I know he was going to do that. I, I was oh. too fast. Oh, my God. I didn't God. sing a whole song. Yeah. I, I, I mean, feel like the world I mean, movement I, exists here uh, at this he, podcast. He, I feel like I just threw up in my mouth when I said that, but <laughs> I yeah. kind of redeemed myself. And Oklahoma is terrible. Uh, Oklahoma's terrible, but yeah. I'm still going to pick them to win. I hope they both lose, but I – Hey, it's not this, possible. Ne- this next one. So we're moving straight out of college into the pros, professional NFL. <laughs> next. The the only team, the only team in the NFL, the I, entire NFL, to not have a win. I can't help but laugh when I say the word the Texans. <laughs> they're o three, but they got a tie. They got o three and yep. one. Was that tie in a preseason game? No, they played the other team that sucks, the Colts. Uh, okay. The only team in the NFL to not have a single win. The the team that they tied with at least has one win. Uh, they're playing. I don't think on, the Colts no, they're have two a win. and two. They're five hundred. They're on the road at noon on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The mighty Jaguars. Yeah. I got the Jags. Oh, I got the Jags. <laughs> oh, I got the Jags, too. <laughs> Jacksonville. Hey, now we'll always stay true on that bet. Yep. <laughs> hey, no matter. That. The Suxons. Uh, okay, this one's going to be a little tricky for the old Chief here. 3.25 p.m. game. The 3-1 and Dallas Cowboys against the 2-2 two and two Los Angeles Liberal Rams. Well, you say it like that, and it makes me not want to pick them, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they're better than they the are, Cowboys. Okay, so they are playing in SoFi Stadium. I give them credit there. But you know what? I watched that game, whoever the Rams played. Is it Monday night, Thursday night? I don't know. There is a game on tonight, by the way. But I, they didn't impress me like they typically impress me. They're a good team. They're a good team and They're going up against the Cowboys. So, so what's interesting is if you look through all, and that's I was, I was looking through all the games this week, and looking at the records, and there's so many teams that are two and two right now. So there's just, I mean, the the uh, there's so many teams that are so identical. They're they're just it's going to be an interesting year, man. I like it because there's nobody running away with anything right now. So yeah, I'm true. I'm going to say the Dallas three and one is just like the weird LSU four and one. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's what you got, Chief. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going last on this one. Oh man, you know what? I went against the Cowboys uh, two weeks ago. You went against them last week. That was when, <laughs> when they that's played your the one Giants. loss. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> When they went against, they played against the Giants. They're on the road against the Rams. I don't know what how their health. Oh, I, you picked this like you picked the you picked the Cowboys last week, or at least you wrote it down that you did. Okay, thank you. Um, man, I, I love the Cowboys. It shouldn't be that hard to pick. They can't beat the Rams. It's the Rams. This, the Cowboys would be three and two after this Sunday. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Well, so so you're picking the Rams. I, I got it wrote down. I said. Yeah, picking I got it wrote down, man. I, hey, dude, the gold rush is not over, baby. Uh oh. Do you oh, not boy. know? Uh oh. Huh? Uh oh. Hey, Dak is not back. Cowboys roll, man. Rushing Cowboys with Cooper. Roll. Rushing with Cooper. Yep. Doc gold rush comes rolls in on. on the differential. 
Okay, so we're going to move to our second from last pick on the pro circuit. The Chargers, and they're uh, they're at Los Angeles too, aren't they? Aren't they LA yeah, Chargers? Yeah, okay, yeah. So they're LA, the, Los the Angeles. Other, the other LA Chargers. The LA Chargers, who are at two and two, are at the Cleveland Browns, who are also at two and two. Yeah, that's what I said. So, so you're saying two and two. A lot of teams are two and two. We have just on this sheet the Jaguars. The Rams, the Chargers, the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens. There's like more than that. There's more than that, though. It's crazy. Everybody's two and hey, two. Hey, this is maybe the first time in NFL history there's been this 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 many teams that are all yeah right there. Everybody's in the hunt. Nobody's standing. Hey, out. if you're zero and two right now, I mean not zero and three and one, but if you're like zero and two, you still got a fucking chance. Zero <laughs> oh, oh, and three and one should be zero and four. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go first on this one. I gotta, I gotta go with the Aggie out there, old Miles Garrett, man. He's got that defense rolling in Cleveland. They're gonna be in Cleveland. I got the Browns. Cleveland Browns doesn't pick the Aggies, picks the Longhorns, and then goes, I gotta go with the Aggie. Yeah. Hook, hook, hook them horns. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd never hear that. <laughs> oh, you got it's a podcast. You say mm. you're on the podcast. I can tell. Oh, uh, I got the Browns. Now I know why you have. So many beer cans in front of you, microphone. Hey, I'm dropping the Browns off at the pool also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. So everybody's got the Browns. And the Browns, yeah. Okay. Right, at, two and, at two and two, they're in the hunt. If they go three and two, they might still be in the hunt. That's possible. I mean, every time I pick first, I influence everybody to pick my way. I don't understand that. You're just a powerful guy, Don. <laughs> All right. Sunday night at 7.20 p.m., is the Cincinnati Bengals against the Baltimore Ravens. They are playing in Baltimore. Bengals are 2-2. Two and two, Ravens are 2-2. Two and two. B-Dub, it's your turn to pick first, young man. I got the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals? Man. I got the Ravens. I don't, I don't watch NFL, so I have no idea how both teams I are going. I don't watch but, much of but it. Based on the based on the record, it, I just flip a quarter. <clears throat> I didn't see you flip it. No, no, I just in my head flipped it. Oh. Did you play any quarters oh, hey. when you were in Mexico? Eh, maybe a time. Does or that two. game still exist? Yeah. Okay. Played a time or two. I'm going with the Ravens. Out of boy, Doc. I feel a lot better about my pick now since you picked it. <laughs> hey, talking about flipping a quarter, not flipping it. We got to talk just for a minute about these knucklehead fishermen out there that won this fishing tournament. And then got exposed, and you're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. I have no clue what you're talking. about. Are you about. kidding me? You don't know what I'm talking about. It's been on. It's been on. It's been on Everest. It's been on the news, social media. I don't been, watch the news. So, so they won a bass fishing tournament. Thirty, They're, thirty. No, it was not. It was not a. I don't think it was bass. It was bass. Okay. What state is this in? It's up north. I, I got it here. Uh, go ahead, B. So, so they went a like big time fishermen. So like this is like sponsor, a $30,000. $30, okay, big uh, money tournament. Big money tournament, bass yeah. fishing tournament. They're sponsored by Bass Tracker. Like, they're big-time fishermen. They were sticking steel shot weights inside the fish whenever they weighed them. What a bunch of dumbasses. So they'd have a five-pound bass looking like a two-pound bass, and somebody was like, hey, that doesn't even look right. Yeah. Not even the right something, side. Something going, some sketch yeah, going so, on here. So they have a, there's a video of them on Facebook of them cutting the fish open and pulling out these one ounce weights and just setting them on the thing. Like, 
and the both of the guys that were there that put the weights in them were just there like with their arms crossed just looking at them like i i didn't do that oh yeah right yeah yeah so they they found uh lead balls yeah. in their gut and what a uh, bunch of fucking so idiots. these guys and i don't remember exactly these guys is the these Canadian, guys. Can you tell us? And I love to know these idiots' names. Uh, they deserve to be. Exposed. Well, I don't have my. I'm gonna hand this to Brayden because he's got way better eyes. Oh, good lord! You're gonna make me pronounce their names. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. Uh, go down a little bit, and hey, so what? What clued everybody in? I learned this. So Ryan, uh, Jacob, Runyon, and Chase Kaminsky. Hey, so scroll down a little bit, Y'all Brayden, are idiots. while I'm talking. You'll 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 find out how many tournaments. So. People kind of had a stinking suspicion that something was going on because they, this was, uh, I don't know exactly, they won a bunch of tournaments in a row. And that doesn't happen in the, in the fishing world. Yeah. The, the fishing gods don't, they don't give you, they don't smile on you that often. Six, seven wins in a row. <laughs> That's right. So uh, I, I did see another thing on TikTok where evidently they were sponsored by Granger. Uh, Granger Boats. They used or Ranger, to be Ranger, Ranger Boats. Ranger. Yeah, they're sorry, sponsored yeah, Ranger. by Ranger vote, uh, Boats, and the boat that they're sponsored with is called a Lead Slinger. Yeah, Lead Slinger. <laughs> yeah, they, they used to be sponsored they, by Ranger they, Yeah, and they used to sling lead. They were slinging them in the fish. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of down towards the bottom. Yeah, these hey, these guys are, are famous now for all the it, wrong reasons. It was a, a walleye tournament. Walleye tournament. That's what I thought, yeah. They yeah. might want to move to Medco. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. might want to go head on down to Monterey. Exactly. Man, good Lord, the mosquitoes just turned up. Uh, our guests have left and the mosquitoes have rolled There in. goes the dumbass that drives fast. So the suspicion started because they're relatively new to the fishing scene, the fishing tournament scene, <laughs> and they have won every single tournament. Oh, they're popular. Yeah. Hey, let, let me reframe that. They so one, one, popular. One of the quotes says, you're going to tell me that these two guys are going to win every tournament on a big lake like that? No. you got to be a little more realistic. I don't think they got carried away. I think they just got carried away and they finally got caught, which is good. Yep. Thankfully. Yeah, it's a black eye for the fishing, uh, the, the fishing tournament. But you know what? Now there's attention on it. Yep. So people, be, people that are doing, there's probably other people that are doing it right that's now. Probably, there's no doubt. And and so there's going to be a lot of scrutiny. Oh yeah. In absolutely. the future, it's going to help fishing. It's going to help the tournament fishing world. So they're being investigated by the uh, Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Nice. Mo- most of these big fishing tournaments, just for the record, they make you do a lie detector test. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, absolutely! The big any big hunting or fishing event they right. put you and through. Not a, even, not even like the super big thirty thousand dollars. Like if you win five thousand dollars, they're gonna put you through a lie detector because uh, Mark Collier has had to do them before. Yeah, no, he's one. Now that's a big one. That's the Ronald McDonald up <clears throat> yeah, there. Yeah, that like, one's that one's a big. That's one. That's a huge one. I mean, like if you catch and he got big fish. Yeah. For that hour, every hour they'd be, do a big fish and. Uh, he got he caught one and but there's people he's like he's like if you're not wearing your your life jacket while you're fishing they ask you every question they can think of wow because if you don't have your life jacket on when you caught that it's fish it's not official it's not official Woo. you broke the rules and uh so yeah that but that's a big one like i mean you can win i mean you can win a truck you can win a, a like a ford power stroke with a uh 
not a ranger boat, but <laughs> <laughs> not a lead slinger, but <laughs> no, just a regular ranger, but a regular ranger, probably a bass tracker. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, like it's a, I know uh, some of those guys. I mean, it's like a five hundred dollar, five hundred thousand dollar package on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, hey, these guys are famous for all the wrong reasons, and uh, they're yeah. probably looking for a place to move. Oh, yeah, so if are. you if you want to see the TikTok that has over four million views on it. Just uh, just look them up on Google. Should take you straight it, to it. Is it under lead slingers or cheat fish cheaters or? What, uh, probably the, probably just look up uh, whatever the name was. Go cheaters. go back go back about five minutes and re-listen to the name. Uh, you All can right. probably do any of those. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if you probably just type in fish cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> probably pull yeah. up. You'll All get, right. You'll get more information you ever wanted, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good time, man. Yeah, B-dub, absolutely. Uh, enjoy the stories. Everybody knows now that you can talk, and uh, you'll be better in your next interview. Quite unique. Because yeah. uh, because now that you've figured out you can talk. <laughs> he's looking at me like, oh. Now he's tight-lipped. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Just no, you did, a, you did a great <laughs> job of uh, giving out the information, man. You, you did. put a lot of effort into you it. You did not and, leave uh, one fucking detail out. <laughs> oh, I left a bunch of details out. We'll catch them next week. Uh, we'll get you to highlight the important ones, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll hit them next week. Man, highlights I, the key. I word. think people are gonna. I think people are going to uh, enjoy listening to the rest of that. I mean, that's it, a long time to be there, and and uh, you did some neat things, man. Uh, you did some things that most of us wouldn't even venture out to do. So yeah, that is a great point. That, right the, there. The one, the only thing I didn't do over there was go over to the uh, burrito. Which is the uh, like the Mexican flea market that's down a back alley in the bad part of town. That's probably a wise. Like you, move. you gotta you gotta leave your wallet in the car, and that's well, don't even want you leave your wallet at the hotel room because your car might get broken into. Exactly. <laughs> like it, it's a bad a car, place. So. All right, guys, man. As always, it's fun to get together. Hey, man, enjoyed it. Everybody, it's dinner time. Dinner time. I guess well, for leaving us. the park. They've already us. left. It's yeah. past their bedtime. We love y'all. Thank y'all for showing up tonight. Chief's head for pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Oatmeal. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, <laughs> guys, as always, let's raise them up one last time. One A little toast time. here. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Go B-dub. out. Be nice to your neighbor. Yep. Glad to have B-Dub back in Texas safe. Absolutely. Share some love. Don't be ugly. Go out and do something good. Peace out. We love you.